Wait, just talk real quick. <laughs> I choose not to. Well, I feel like mine's really loud today. Well, you're like, you're like all up in it. everyone and welcome to anti-drug social club podcast my name is Kim. <laughs> i felt like you were staring at me i'm not staring at you i'm staring at what you were trying to read i can't even see that okay i was to... also going like this while you're you doing you want me to zoom in grandpa this is better well i don't need to see it well these this doesn't even matter because this is not your episode clearly right. yeah okay so Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anti-Drug Social Club Podcast. My name is Kim Sicconi, and today we are joined with Steve Santangelo. Say hi, Steve. Hello. Hello. Um, so every other week, I will be here with someone else filling in one of two chairs, and we will have varying conversations on topics that correlate with mental health, substance use disorder, as well as everyday person's <laughs> empowerment and tricky topics. I'll also be taking... Um, different requests uh from the public feel free to join us on any of our platforms which could be found in our bio or um the info bar on any of the podcast platforms that you're using so steve um let's talk a little bit about you you want to give us a little elevator pitch um an elevator pitch do you know what that is no so if you were to get on an elevator and like you had to explain yourself before the doors opened but, like, as much as you could get in in a short span of time. Ooh, I probably wouldn't talk if I was in a... Am I with a stranger? Like, who am I with? Well, I know, you, I know you wouldn't go out of your way to talk, but if you had to explain <laughs> yourself... Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a father in recovery, if you will. Um, I'm almost three years sober. Nice. September will be three years. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Um, I have a... a, a adorable three-year-old child who likes to uh swear and he's you know but yeah. other than that he's a he's a good kid i guess he's sweet he is he's really like darling he's super honestly darling. i don't i think like when grecian god <laughs> i think when the grecian gods like molded a child that would be like so perfect yeah it would be landon it, it would be yeah um so are you, um, you're in recovery for three years now. Was this your first go around of trying to get clean? No. Um, a couple of times I had like eight months. I've really only been to one 30 day program. Two, I lied, two. First one was, uh, kept me sober for like eight months, but the place was like crazy. All we mm -hmm. did was literally sit in the uh, day room and watch Netflix all day. And then go to NA meetings uh, every night. But it was pretty good because I never really did. I did NA, but like like one or two. But like we were literally every night we would go. It was all right. But I uh, was sober um, for like eight months. But then I uh, started taking Suboxone again. Just, mm -hmm. I don't know. So were you maintenance every time you tried to get clean? Or did you ever try to just... No, that, that time when I went away for 30 days, I... Uh, I did like a taper off Suboxone, and then I came out off of Suboxone. I was taking gabapentin, but I mean, that was for like anxiety, because like I was super 
bed with Xanax and stuff. So like I was kind of trying. You know, I saw a doctor in there, and they're like, "Hey, you got a thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, thanks." Yeah, everything sounds good, I guess, yeah. in there. Yeah. I was like a weirdo because I overly researched like Suboxone when trying to like get sober off fentanyl. Mm. Um, so like I was really freaked out by this new chemical, but I, yeah, I wasn't scared of my drug of choice, but I wasn't trying anything new. Yeah, Suboxone um, was was. I was on it for like ten years. It was crazy because after my dad died, we uh, um. My mom tried to get us all clean by like I, I don't know how I think she found out about Spoxin and I was like yeah whatever you know I'll try it and uh, I didn't for the first like two years of taking it she would hold it and it was strips and she would like hold them and like take like give them to give me and my sisters and like uh, watch us take them and I was like super like not ready to to get clean and I was still doing you know blues and, and oxys and, oh so you were doing both like kind well, of mixing or? no I, I wasn't because my mom would think I was taking this boxing but I would cut up <laughs> I would cut up little post-it notes that were orange and they looked just like a strip so oh. when I would open the strip in front of her I would take the post-it note and stick it under because she would I would have to like open my mouth and show her that it's on my under my tongue meanwhile it's a post-it note Nice. And then I would take this box and I Does go she know it. that? I don't know. She, she does now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I don't know if I've ever told her that. I don't know. But uh, I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. 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 The things, not, the things yeah. we do, you know? For sure. So you said you have siblings that are also in recovery? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just two? Two mm-hmm. sisters? Yep. Um, and then... What got you started on, like, trying any substances? Like, when was, like, first use versus, like, the first time you realized that it was an issue? Um, I started dating this girl, um, 2006. Like, yeah. I didn't do drugs in high school. I smoked weed, like, towards, like, my senior year. Like, mm-hmm. really wasn't, I didn't even really drink. Um, and then uh, I started dating this girl. And she, you know, had been smoking weed since she was like fucking 12. Mm-hmm. And she was, you know, doing Xanax heavy. And we were at, uh, we were at Scooters. You remember Scooters? It was in Howell. No, it wasn't it was, from uh, Howell, so. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. It was like, there was like a pool hall, like right next door, I think. But anyway, it was a bar. And uh, we were out to eat there. And this, it was me, her sister, and one of my boys was like, you know, with his sister with mm-hmm. her sister and he gave us half of a 30 me and her like gave us a 30 and we split it in half and i was like uh, as soon as it hit me i was like wow this is, yeah. this is amazing Bad. yeah yeah it was amazing and didn't know that it was gonna ruin my life for the next you know 12 years or so yeah you know what's funny i hear everybody <laughs> tell this story of like their first use and like i literally verbatim it's like the same quote everybody like this is amazing was like what I said because I remember I was literally nodding out and I'm like this is like just like the it's it's almost like when when you get buzzed with you know drinking like that that whole like warmth just comes over your body I feel like it's sensory deprivation like you're in a tank is the best way I could describe it yeah like it's just like kind of like no feeling but in a good way yeah sensory depriving maybe that's why i like those drugs because my adhd probably was nice to like have a sensory deprivation for once because it's like crazy um i don't okay so um okay so 
when did you so Landon's three mm-hmm. and before next month four so you've been clean pretty much his life yeah I went uh, I went to New Hope in 2020 mm-hmm. 20 yeah 2020 um, yeah 2020 I don't know where I was going there but yeah <laughs> you know it's you know what's sad to me I actually like you came I think a couple days after I like dramatically moved out from uh Beha- were you there right after it was co-ed or you were yeah I literally it was no longer co-ed like maybe I don't know a month after okay I got so I there. left a couple I left a couple months I before got you October. got there yeah I left like in the summer I don't freaking remember but just to think like I would have had that extra year you know what I mean but you have to like do those runs I know yeah but um. So, what do you do for work? I'm an automotive technician. Do you love it? Uh, I don't know. No. I, I did. <laughs> I used to love it. Now, it's just, I don't know. Physically? I'm yeah. Physical, physically drained. And yeah. It's just, I'm tired of getting dirty, I guess. So, my uncle used to have this theory. He's, like, super smart. Um... I forget. He works for Keyspan. I don't know if that's like electric or what the heck that is, but he um, works for some like union type thing Um, or it's like private. I don't know. But he um, used to say your job's either going to drain you mentally or physically. You can't have. Uh, Some can do both. Somewhat. But like it's like more strain on like there's always going to be more strain on one. Yeah. Mental or physical. So, like, when I was a barber, I mean, it definitely was both. Because, like, they tell you everything. And it's just, like, sometimes draining. But um, definitely physically more so. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to think. Sometimes it was, like, relaxing to cut hair. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So, program-wise, uh, what would you say was, like, and it doesn't necessarily have to be an actual, oh, no. No. <laughs> Can I use your phone? No. Wait, if we do, I can airdrop it. It's my computer for you. Should be able to, hold on. Can you just press stop on the... Stop. Oh, that's not how that works. <laughs> what, um... So, what does your recovery program look like to you? What does it look like? Yeah, like, what has it looked like? Like, what has gotten you to almost three years clean? Um... This isn't a plug, but CFC. Okay, what was it specific? Sober living. Well, like the accountability and like the people or the uh, the accountability. Um, yeah, the accountability. Mm. Mm. Do you feel like your um, the meetings are your type of? meeting like if you had to choose your recovery meetings like do you like the smart do yeah you... i like the smart even though i don't know as much mm-hmm. as some people here. yeah um but yeah dan's meeting when dan runs it tuesday nights is, mm-hmm. is by far the best mm-hmm. what's your favorite smart tool a cba that's the only one he knows 
<laughs> Every time I talk to him about smart tools, he's like, yeah, it's like cost benefit analysis. And I'm like, how many the, times? The, uh, the hula hoop. The hula hoop also. Oh, the hula hoop. The hula hoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's within tool. your control? What's out it's of your great control? Tool. Yeah, Do you cool. really apply these tools to your life? Um, No. Yeah. Okay. I'm just being honest. So realistically, I don't, I don't, though. I don't like... You know, have a problem, and I'm like, wow, I need to do a CBA right now. You know, yeah, that's. You want me to lie? C- no, I, I do a CBA honest. every morning when I wake up. Cost benefit analysis of. No, but realistically, what? What pro- like? Do you work any type of program like on your own? Not necessarily like it has to be a program. Like, what's the routine that works for you? Or, um, I guess what what prioritize? Like, when do you prioritize yourself and your recovery and your life? I don't really prioritize myself, I guess. I don't know. I don't really know how to answer that. Is it because you're a dad? Yeah, that's where I was going to go with Landon. I mean, you know, I have him a lot. So, there's, you know, I'm really... It's not about me right now. Or, you know, mainly. It's like him. You know, it's about mm-hmm. it's about him. Everything's about him. And you co-parent, right? Yeah. You guys do, like, split schedule? Yeah, I have him. I have him... Um, Wednesday nights, Thursday nights, I drop him off at daycare, you know, Thursday morning, Friday morning, and then she picks him up Friday nights, and then uh, when I get out of work Saturdays, I pick him up on Sunday nights, or there are Saturday nights into Sunday, I drop him off Sunday nights. So you have him like almost full time, or would that be considered full time? Depends on who you're talking to, um, with the time, who has, okay. you know. But, uh, yeah, I have them a lot. No, so, do you have any secret talents, Steve? Secret talents? Mm-hmm. Um, no. Um. No. I feel like everybody has some type of... You want to give us uh, two truths and a lie real quick? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> so how do you balance, though, um... I guess working full-time, being a dad a decent amount of days a week, uh, mental health and working like, part time, also working part time. Also, yeah. would you ever consider working full time for CFC? Yes, I would. What is your job role and expectation for CFC right now? Um, <laughs> well, my my job role technically is to spot check meetings, um, which I do, mm-hmm. but. Uh, you know, there are other situations that require my attention. Do you think you're good at them? At my job? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm phenomenal at my job. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm called, you know, whether no matter what time of night it is, you know, I get in, you know, my car and I drive to wherever I'm told to. Hell yeah, brother. Depending on the situation, you know. Nice. Nice. Um, what stops you? <laughs> What stops me? Hold on, turn these lights up a little bit. What stops you from <laughs> interrogating you? You don't get it? I want to no. turn the lights on. I was going to oh, like right. interrogate you. If there's one thing that you know that you need to work on, but you're kind of like holding off, um, what would it be? Like on yourself. Um, getting in shape. Okay, so like physical body stuff. Physical, yeah. Did you ever see that movie, um, 
the one I always talk about this. I feel like I've talked about this on this podcast, actually. The one that talks about the life force. Um, what's his name? Jonah Hill's therapist stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. it you was didn't like, like weird movie. It was like weird. I felt like it was smart it. recovery in a in a movie. Okay, so you didn't like the movie, but skip through. So, um, I, didn't I mean, watch the whole thing. Like, it just didn't keep my attention. Okay. Do you like movies? I like like crime. What do you like to do? So you like to watch like documentaries yeah. on your spare time? Yeah. There's like psychologists that say that <laughs> like, if you find relaxation in these like docu-series, I was reading yesterday because I'm big on like crime podcasts. Yeah. Like I love all I crime I watch stuff. Forensic Files and it's like, and it's... Yeah, it says that you have issues. Yeah, I, I, like I, I have You issues. experience trauma and that's why you like... I mean, I've never experienced like insane crime trauma it wasn't like stashing bodies but yeah i mean crazy stuff but i mean just usually because there's there's nothing i mean i watch sports but like when there's no sports on like i don't know i used to watch a lot of tv but then like being in sober living and like having to share a tv with Mm -hmm. seven eight other people oh my god it was so annoying i used well yeah i used to sit in the back living room and just play xbox that's all i did Oh, you're a gamer. Not, yeah, I was. Wow. And then, um, you know, when I was in the Grand, the Wi-Fi was, was atrocious. So I, I couldn't even play. So, like, that's kind of how, you know, I didn't have a cable box in my room. So, like, I would just watch, like, Netflix, like, documentaries and stuff like that. What's the biggest change you see in yourself since, like, first coming in to now? Like, that it's almost like an epiphany. You're like, wow, I would have handled this different. Or I was just so different in that way. Um, I guess I was, and some would say I still kind of am, but I was um, not as reserved as I was. I was very shy when, like, I was in high school and stuff like that. I wasn't really outspoken. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've definitely come a long way with that, you know speak my mind a little more i'm more outspoken you know yeah um what would like make you nervous are you do you get anxious about confrontation or you just are more nervous about your reaction in confrontation that makes it hard uh i I guess my reaction okay just curious um and what is like the best advice you ever got from someone like in a meeting or in a recovery like setting sounds a little cliche but like one day at a time you know yeah it's funny because that's the most basic saying but it is like the most useful because when you're panicking and you actually focus on the day it's yeah. not that bad yeah yeah even though you just call me basic but whatever i mean no i mean all the cliches are pretty solid what do they say you know complicated uh who's they simple um simple program for complicated people come early early, stay late no matter where you go there you are there you are (laughs) my dad always said that i never got it till i got older i was like dad like i don't know why it's the stupidest quote he go kim remember no matter where you go there you are can we get larry on here I should. He would be great, but I feel like he would just stare at himself. <laughs> um, so what, uh, culturally, what did you grow up like? What is your family? What is they? Yeah, what are you? <laughs> American? Italian? Swiss? Italian? Italian. So you grew up eating all like Italian food. What yeah. would you say like family dynamic was? 
um, I don't know, my parents were, you know, my dad worked a lot. So like Sunday, Sundays were, were big, you know, cause it was just like only day off. So, you know, Sunday dinner, mm-hmm. big thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, do you have any process addictions? What's a, what's a process addiction? Anything that you use to temporarily get some type of fix. That's not a drug. So it would be like shopping, exercising in the gym, but usually a good Gaming. It could be yeah. a bad... It could be. Yeah. What could be a bad thing? Gambling. Uh, Gaming. Rather not get into that. Promiscuosity. Promiscuosity. <laughs> no. No? Um, shopping. I do like sneakers, but I mean, it's not like out of control or like I'd consider it like an, an addiction. Cell phone. I'm definitely on my phone a lot. Do you think that you're the type of person on your phone when you're sitting at dinner or like talking to someone and you like don't realize and you're like, oh, sorry. I usually don't apologize for it. Oh, so you're just, you're just rude straight up. I mean, if, if, no, if no one's, if like I'm not engaged with anybody and we're not having a conversation, yeah. I'm, I'm, I can't stand people on their phone on when like phone. I'm at dinner. I like want to take their phone and throw them. I just went to go pick my phone up to annoy you and be on it, but it's right there. So. How are you feeling with your phone over there? Is that why you're trying to end yeah, this podcast I'm, episode short? I'm actually going through severe withdrawals that my I'm staring at my phone and I cannot touch it so maybe maybe this is a process addiction that I should uh, work on like when it sometimes when your phone tells you your screen time I'm like wow holy wow you know that's a lot skittle what yeah please elaborate are you gonna sing a karaoke tomorrow well I can fix cars right Alyssa I mean, my car's still yeah. not fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could somewhat fix a car. I may or may not be good at... Uh... He can do it. It may not be successful. Right. However, I will say every car that... No. None of them have been successful. You, one of your cars, I literally said, ride it till the wheels fell off. And that's literally what happened. Yeah, it did. So My old roommate... God bless. She freaking ran across the road chasing the tire into the forest. <laughs> Sorry. She's running. She's like, oh, I got it. I'm like, Kathy, I don't know what to do with it. So I'm going to chase it. Just yeah. Like, Just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Um, are you... So you're coming on the camping trip this year in August, right? Yes, I'm super excited for it. Would you say you're a camper? No. Did you the ever camp before this? No. Do you like it? Do I? I don't know because I never did it. So. I oh, this is your first year. Yes. You're gonna want to be obsessed because I thought me yeah. camping. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was sold on the glamping, and then we get there, and it's not necessarily a glamp, but it's not a full camp either. You know, like it's no. not like a Kardashian glamp. There's not like pink pillows and fluffy like, but it's um. As long as I have my phone, we're all right, I guess. I mean, we're in West Virginia, so the service, I wouldn't say, is, like, top tier like it is here, but it'll be a really good time. Um, Yeah, what is your top summer, like, in the next year? It doesn't have to be the summer, Mm -hmm. but top goal of something, like, you really want to do or save for or um, have? Um, Travel other than Disney World. Okay, where's your next hot spot? I don't know. It's, it's hard because, you know, 
<clears throat> like, I have Landon, you know, mm-hmm. four days out of the week. Yeah. So, it's like, horror. what do I do, you know? I mean, I, I'm sure my sister would watch him, but, like, I'm really just going to, where am I going to go by myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Of course, I'd want to take him. Yeah, I mean, cruises have, like, daycare center. Yeah, no cruise, no. And also, like, I bear, whatever, we'll talk about it after, but. submarine next? Um, yeah, like, the trans, so you made the transition. Explain your transitions through CFC to, like, where you're at right now. Just, like, a brief one. You don't have to go nuts. Um, I left the Silver Living, and, um, currently at my mom's, um, she's, you know, not in the greatest health right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just being there, I feel like it's better for her, you know. Uh, you know, I, my sister doesn't have a license, so I, I try and give her rides to work when, uh, whenever I can. She works overnights, so, uh, you know. But, yeah, uh, I do want my own place, but uh, I kind of made, like an, in, in, like, an impulsive decision and bought a car that I, you know, I had a fine, my car was fine. I guess I just wanted you know, mm-hmm. something nice, kind of like treat myself because I really haven't treated myself other than like sneakers and stuff. You know, I just, we went, I went to, you know, Disney two months ago, and it was <laughs> very expensive and it was yeah such a fabulous time. Mm-hmm. So great. Yeah. No. So... And so now, your next thing is maybe eventually moving out. Yeah, getting my but own not place. in a rush, really. Yeah, because uh, you're also helping. Of, yeah. Yeah, my mom's like health is like up in the air right mm-hmm. now, you know. So that's kind of like most important to me right now. What is the last question? Is what is your best advice for someone new moving into sober living that's like struggling or like not sure if they want to stay? Um, just work the program. Don't get, uh, how mo- a, a lot of people now, you know, this program is, is it works, you know, clearly, 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 mm-hmm. clearly, you know, it works if you go with it. You know what I mean? There's the, the outreaches, the events and stuff. It's don't look at it as, oh, I have to do this this weekend. Like, let's do it. Let's go. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's all it's fun when you're there it's fun it's not even like you know what are we doing we're passing out flyers and we're all laughing and having a good time you know yeah um well i want to thank you for coming on today and being with us is there anything you want to leave us with or <laughs> you could just say bye <laughs> the, uh, yeah i mean yeah uh what do i want to leave you with um One day at a time. One day at a time, brothers. Take it, take, take it one day at a time. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Steve. Um, hopefully, we could have you come back and give us all the nitty gritty, your entire deep life story. If you're ever interested, we're yeah, totally I mean, all open for ears. If you ever, if you want to, you know, have me come back and have you know better questions or um, wow. what uh, a, a, a more structured podcast sure i'll be back yeah i definitely am gonna put the music over this part because it's unnecessary <laughs> <laughs> thank you have a good day guys thanks for listening